Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Week with Cheek podcast. Before we start this podcast, I'd like to acknowledge that we are recording on stolen land of the Yagra and Turrbal people, and this is, was, and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek. Welcome. Welcome. Today, we are talking, why do I, I do that every time, subconsciously, today. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm feeling really uncomfortable because I haven't worn, I've just got my new Garmin watch mm -hmm. and obviously a lot of people talk about the Spy Kids watch, but it's really not my aesthetic. Mm -hmm. It's really not my look. And so I'm wearing a really funky outfit that I'm, I think is a bit too funky for who I am as a person. If you're watching, if you see any of the reels, but, um, the watch is really off putting for me. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm going to be, I'm a bit, like, should I take it off? No, because I want to know my stress levels. Yes. I want to know what's happening you in my body. You want to watch your blood pressure increase when i make some oh my god that's actually so true we've never been able to do that before so let's measure what we're at now <laughs> okay i'll tell you what i'm at too. my stress level is 22 out of 100 my that's the lowest it's been in weeks <laughs> i don't have a str i don't know how to get a stress level but i can tell you my heart rate is 72 that's high for me. my heart rate is 70 and that's high oh no not really my heart rate goes between 50 and then to 110 if i get nervous um <laughs> and then my body out of 100 is my, my energy is 61 100 mm -hmm. is the best and then stress 100 is like the worst so i'm at 23 so we're feeling that's good. low yeah okay that's extremely low for me who is someone who is constantly stressed, stressed out. yeah me too. I'm actually not, I'm like a bit of a weird, in a weird state with my stress at the moment. Yes, you are. It's like almost, um, I don't want to say despondency because mm. that's too dramatic. Okay. But it's just like blank. That's how I feel a bit. I know. But in literally in like four days, if that's going to be my, one of my big stresses is going to be over. I so. know, but I, I just, I want to bring you out of it now, but I know I can't do anything about it really. It's just going to happen. Just need to get angry. Okay. Cool. Shall we? I'm just trying to carry a bit more of our mental load as a shared business partnership. Thank you. But I don't know if it's being helpful. <laughs> no, it is. It is. Thank you. Um, okay. What are you talking about? Oh, today we're talking about, and now obviously I think the title will be something different because I think we'll come up with something a bit juicy whilst this happens. But the idea of today's podcast is to talk about this idea of women who get a pass. And what we mean by that is women who maybe engage in anti-feminist or even misogynistic behavior or are aligned um, socially in the public eye with misogynists and they are still popular and supported by women. And so this idea of the free pass is like, for example, one of the best examples is someone like Kim Kardashian. Oh, you're going to start there. Yeah. Or someone like Jackie O of Kyle and Jackie O. How do these women interact with the public and why do we not let them off the hook, but why do we hold some women to a much higher standard in terms of their feminism? And why do we accept and support and popularize mm -hmm. these ideas and continue to back them? Because they've both had very long careers. Yes. I think we should start with Jackie O. Okay. Because I think she's worse than, than most. Is she worse than Kim? No. I think so. Jesus. All right, let's go. But the thing is, um, the Kardashians have a much broader reach. So I guess you could argue that they're worse. Yeah. But I think, like, in a vacuum, what Jackie O does is worse. Okay, let's go. Because it's so overt. What? Okay, so what's this fucking name? Kyle. Kyle yeah. Sanderlands. Kyle Sanderlands. I always get confused with him and Kyle Stefanovic. Oh, they're both awful. Yeah, they are, but, but Sanderlands is so much worse. Yes. Anyway, so Kyle... Kyle. Kyle. Fuck. 
<laughs> I'd like to formally apologize. I mean, to- <laughs> like, I would like to point out before we get into this, I showed Kristen a picture of Eddie Maguire last year and she was like, I've never seen him before. <laughs> and I was like, you're fucking kidding me, mate. And I was like, uh, owner of, is he, it's, I think he owned Collingwood football club. And then he, I don't know. Uh, yeah. And, but I was, I didn't expect you to know the owner of Collingwood football club, but I expect you to know the host of hot seat or who wants to be a millionaire every night for the past fucking how long. I knew the name, but I was like, who is that? But to know, but I don't care about the name. I expect you to recognize that face. No, I didn't recognize the face, but I recognized the name, but I didn't know from what. That is so strange. So I'm, I have no problem with this Carl Kyle thing because. So just to be clear, I'm talking about Kyle, Kyle Sandalin. I'll tell you who she's been talking about if yes. there's an error. Yeah. Although I'm not that sorry if I get it wrong, to be quite honest. Okay. <laughs> um, just kidding. Is that legally <laughs> questionable? I am joking. <laughs> okay. So, Kyle Stefanovic. I mean, uh, what? he needs. No, oh. fuck. <laughs> Queen. <laughs> I told you. Stop, 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 stop. I'm just going to call him Sandalance from now on. Kyle and Jackie O. Kyle and Jackie O. Kyle. Kyle. Yes. Kyle. Like Monster Energy punching the wall, Kyle. Okay, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Kyle is fucked. <laughs> okay. Incredible, so, profound commentary. So, we, uh, I don't even want to talk about him, to be honest, because I don't want to give him any airtime at all. Yes. But it's, sometimes it's always a balance between, like, do you talk about these people to be like, they are fucked. And I think that the thing about him is, like, it almost, like, I almost feel like I don't even need to explain what's wrong with him. <laughs> like he's so openly misogynistic and um, seems to be uncancelable, which is the biggest problem for me. Well, I think I just have a problem with shock jocks generally, left and right wing, because mm. I think that what they are pandering to is an audience of reactors. And by painting a very specific picture of what Australia is and mm. what it looks like and the opinions that there are, and they're the same people that, talk about cancel culture and talk about how divisive and polarizing the country is and how radical each side is. Yeah. And they're the ones directly feeding into that narrative. Exactly. So someone like Kyle Sandilands is the person that gets up and says, ladies, I've got a hot tip for you in order for your man not to cheat on a night out, ensure that he leaves balls empty mm. for the night out. Fucking Quote. excuse me, yeah. cunt. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that is just absolutely fucking foul. And the fact that people on their drive home listen to that shit day in, day mm-hmm. out is fucking disturbing. Yes, It exactly. is disturbing. It is nothing short of that. such a huge platform. And he and Jackie O I were, I think, last year or the year before, the um, highest paid radio presenters in the country. Yeah. Um, and they continue to be platformed, yep. which is disgusting to me. So, and I think that... For me, and what we're talking about today, obviously, is not him, but the fact that, like, everyone does, like, people criticize him a lot. Obviously, I'm not saying that he's not criticized. It just doesn't go anywhere. But they, people, like, Jackie O gets a pass all the time, in my opinion. And I think that we should be, to be quite honest, I think we should be criticizing her just as much as we criticize him. No, I don't agree with that. But I do think that the the thing that makes it worse for me is that Jackie O's job is to laugh at him and then sort of pull him into line. And it's just in a way that's like, Oh, 
Kyle. Kyle. You can hear the tone, right? And I think it's more pathetic. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she's the same as him because she's not perpetuating the same narrative. But the fact that she's there as the clear secondary to him, Mm -hmm. like very, very clearly she she is not the talent there. She is just the support act to react to him Mm -hmm. is even more foul to me. Yeah. Like she is literally just there as some sort of inanimate object that sort of just gives him uh, a weird audience and tries to mitigate or mediate or moderate him in some way. But doesn't actually do it. No, and clearly is supportive of most of his views or the fundamental 70% and then when he sort of goes a bit wacky, she's there to not whip him into shape or pull him into line or offer a different perspective or offer something valuable to the conversation, but purely just to provide like a, oh, stop it. Yeah. (laughs) You fucking know these people in your everyday life and they're the people that... (laughs) They're the reason we need feminism. Yeah, literally. I still think, I do agree with you, but I think that she should be, I think every time we complain about him, we should be complaining about her. No, I don't think that's necessarily fair, but I think it's actually sadder that she exists in this space that is just like, well, you're not actually it. Do you feel more betrayed by her than him? Oh, I don't feel betrayed by him. I what feel do like you we should bring back the death penalty for him. <laughs> so the, 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 Sorry, that was very shock drop. The, oh. the negative feelings you feel towards him, what percentage of them do you feel towards her? 20%. Really? Yeah. Wow. I just think that I could... I think that I could have a productive conversation with her and she would admit things and concede points because I don't think that as a character, and this is probably really offensive to most people, but I don't think as a character she's that strong. Like I do not think she could go up against me in an argument and win, right? Whereas Kyle doesn't have the capacity for that. I know that Kyle is too far gone. I think that Jackie's doing the wrong thing and she is letting down women, mm. but I don't think she's the same as him. And I don't think that she, I, I think that you can have conversations with her where you'd get, get to a midpoint. But I, what, but that's not relevant if she's not doing delivering that on radio. No, I know, but she's not delivering what he's delivering. She's just standing by. Is a bystander as worse as a perp, as bad as a perpetrator? That's the question. In, in that, no, no. But in this circumstance, it's. I think that they should be held to the same standards. No, I don't. Think and that's because fair. of the amount of money that they're both getting, like she could, like she could fucking leave. That's the thing for me. He'd still have a platform. Yeah, I know. But but she's choosing to be a part of it. Yeah, no, I know. Um, she's feeding off it and she, and this is, this is where it does come into this, like, oh, well, are you making it work for you? Is this like the patriarchal bargain? Are you Mm. making the patriarchy work for you? It's kind of like Julie Bishop. Yeah. Like it's the same sort of concept. And obviously there's like a lot of women. I can't stand her either. But it's like Julie Bishop was, um, happy to be a part of the liberal party, happy to be in leadership roles, happy to toe that line until she left. And then she would come out and be this fucking feminist hero saying the big swinging dicks club and call them all out. And it's like, it only suited you when it was perfect for the brand. If Jackie O resigned like now because they've been doing this show for fucking ever Mm. and started being like doing a Julie Bishop and being like such a feminist I would absolutely lose my shit but this is the other question is that progress no so what do you want her to do it's too fucking late I want her to have stopped it years ago like decades ago I know but this is the other thing is that I'm obviously like get fucked Julie Bishop you can't just turn around and rebrand now because it suits you I am of that line but I'm also like this is better than the alternative I don't it's because and I think this is where we differ it's because I do like it's because I think that they are just changing the narrative based on what they think is going to suit them. And I have no fucking time for that because it like, if Julie Bishop was a feminist this whole time and she just towed the line, she was like, 
you know, maybe she would say she's oppressed or she had to be keep quiet when she was in the Liberal Party, then you are participating in a system that you don't fundamentally believe in. And I fucking hate that. And I, how absolutely dare you. But that's my take. And I... I, I agree. Like, yeah. In my personal life, that's what I think. Mm. But I think when we're having these conversations, while I think it's easy to just be like, it's very black and white, you're fucking done. Mm. That's really not how we should approach this. If we want Why? to create change. No. Because Yeah, see, I know. <laughs> and I know that this is like a, I know that this is a question where it's like, yes, of course, fuck you. I, fuck you. You should have been there for us. You should blah, blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. But any progress is progress and any change of heart and any like what Julie Bishop can do is change the hearts and minds of women that we can't access. I don't, I, it's not about whether you care. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> and I'm not saying we have to be like, sorry, go Julie. <laughs> Yay. 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 Julie. Right. Yeah. You're supposed I can to sit in it. my home in private and go, fuck you, Julie. I mean, we do it let pu- us down. We do right? it publicly also. Yeah. But I think to be pragmatic and think about change more broadly than our own personal viewpoint, Julie Bishop will do things that I fundamentally disagree with, but her brand of feminism, if you can call it that, which is another argument, Mm. will reach and change the opinions and minds of other women that we can't reach in some small way. And that is something. I just think that goes to the same argument. Like that, I just think that the women whose minds she can change by doing that are just like a, um, I don't want to say like a lesser version of her, but like a less, um, because she is a public figure. I just think that is like a scaled down to normal person level of the same shit. And I'm like, so what, so like you, what you, it's just, it, to me, it's just, it's just always comes back to like wanting to be a feminist because it's trendy. What is your theory of change? My theory of change is small, incremental, manageable change. I don't know if that is true anymore, to I, be quite yeah, honest. But that's, I've lost it. But, I've lost the plot. But I, th- yeah, but I think also maybe in a few days when you listen back to this, you might think that too. <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm saying is this might be one of those small things. And I, I just don't think that's a small she's thing. She's not for us. There are a lot of different people out there that mm-hmm. need to access different types of content and different types of feminism. And although we disagree with some of those brands of feminism, if it means that my grandma has a different view of Grace Tame not shaking Scott Morrison's hand because she's thought about it a bit, heard someone else speak on it, no matter who that is, no matter how problematic that person is, there is some capacity for change. And that opinion creates conversation and it's a tidal wave in my view. I fucking hate Julie Bishop. Mm. I fucking hate Jackie O. I fucking hate the Kardashians, right? Yeah. I'm not saying they're good, but what I'm saying is when women do change their tune, there is something small to be celebrated in that, even though I I fundamentally disagree with what they've done. I disagree with what they've done to this point, and it might be just as a marketing strategy because feminism is trendy, but if there's an outcome that contributes to change in some positive way, I'm not celebrating them. I'm taking it as a win for myself. I see what you're saying. I just can't. I get what you're saying too. And I agree in private. Yeah. (laughs) But I think we need to think about this as like something that helps us, not hinders. I just think that, okay. So say if you've got someone, probably a woman, like just based on demographics, who supported Julie Bishop all through her career in the Liberal Party. And then she left and she like had this like feminist rebranding, which ironically came with her releasing a fucking Barbie doll. Okay. Oh my God. Kill me. <laughs> 
And then they've taken that journey and they've been like, well, now I'm a feminist because I mean, and not obvi- not like verbatim, but like they become more feminist because Julie Bishop has started talking about feminism. Mm. I just don't, I honestly, to be quite frank, don't have any respect for that person. I don't have, we don't have to respect them. And I don't, and I also don't believe that they actually have, I don't think that someone who can be influenced by something like that is going to be a genuine, like, fellow traveler for the movement. That's my problem. I agree. Mm. I agree. And I, I don't respect Julie Bishop. I don't respect. Oh no, I don't. I'm not accusing you of such Just a horrendous thing. Wait, do you respect <laughs> Julie Bishop? Did you buy that Barbie doll? Did you make them scissor? If you bought <laughs> In the bath, did they kiss? Margot Robbie in the Barbie fit. Mm-mm-mm. Scrumptious. <laughs> If you respect Julie Bishop, this is you're probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> but do you see what I mean? Like, mm. it's not about respect, and it's not about for me. It's not about um, providing some sort of trial of their feminism. I don't want to. I'm not. I'm I not just don't them think they're going to be helpful. No, to us. they're not helpful to us. No one's helpful to us, Queen. We're fucked. <laughs> We're then, so far but then left. That, doesn't that? But then doesn't that? Um, negate your point that they're going to be it's about the incremental change it is but what i'm saying is we are far ahead of that race they're running a few steps behind us at least 10 i would say maybe 100 but what that means is they're dragging some people at the back they're pulling them along for the ride but then like what would that result in what them maybe voting teal and is that a bad thing no i'm genuinely asking i'm not saying that's what that's that's but that's exactly what i'm saying is that's an outcome that is creating change. Mm. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> I know. I think we should go back. Cause I think what the conversation has become not I mean, about I, a free pass, but more about, yes. But also I think that Julie Bishop does get a free pass. So yes. Yeah. Um, I think the Kardashians, are, but can I make a weird, a can. weird comparison that I think might be me canceling myself? Ooh. You of course can. Be. How is it different? Okay, so Julie Bishop came out of the Liberal Party and decided to be a born again feminist. Mm-hmm. Why did I say feminist weird just now? What about is there a difference between the way that Malcolm Turnbull has now come out against? Because I think that you could argue, and I prob- don't know if I would, but you could argue that now, like what Malcolm Turnbull is saying is that the like Scott Morrison's. Um, liberal government or liberal party is not true to the liberal ideology. Yeah. So like, is, do you think there's like, if we're talking about women getting a pass, I guess it's kind of the opposite of that. But like, is that, is he doing the same thing as she did? Malcolm. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, he did cross the floor and vote climate, but what, what about him has come out and rebranded? Is the question, I think. Well, oh, no, no, I mean, it's I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's a bit different. He's come out and said this Liberal Party is all oh, wrong. Oh, so you're talking, you know, not, um, is that the same no, thing? No, because I think that he did run his, the Liberal Party, the way he believes is liberal, true liberal ideology. Mm-hmm. And then he's come out and critiqued the next leader. And obviously there's a lot of spite in it um, and issues because Morrison fucked him off yeah but i think you can also like look through the spy like yeah, yeah. I, I actually um have quite a positive view of malcolm turnbull mm. um which i think a lot of people would be surprised by yeah but i he should he was on the wrong side there. yeah i think that but there was always an argument that he should have been a 
Labour leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could have been part of the Labour Party, but yeah. Didn't. He had a quite a brilliant career, to be frank. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm not going to get into that right now. But <laughs> I read his book, actually. It was fucking thick. I read 6%, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. enough. Obviously, he did some fucked things. Oh, mm. oh, any Liberal leader did. Any leader does, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying... I'm not... Uh, he was really bad on the on um, some First Nations issues, yes. and I think that's not talked about a lot. No, it's not. So we're not here to like be like he's amazing. <laughs> yes, but I actually think he'd be. He's one of like my top people. I'd love to interview because I think that he has a lot of progressive views for a liberal leader, and I think he's probably one of the few liberal leaders that I would trust to make a lot of decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that what he did was not like what Julie Bishop did. I don't That's, think it's comparable. That was my question. Yeah, I don't think it's comparable. Interesting. All right, Kardashians. I hate talking about these people. I know. you. you we call them the K-words for yeah, a long time. Because I don't like my phone to listen to me saying their name. But interestingly, I put a question box up on Instagram the other day that was like, what, uh, oh, no, it was a meme and people responded to it. The meme was like, it's something that's fucked about um, like our cultural conscience or collective conscience is that you cannot watch uh, a TV show or n- listen to an album or know a celebrity, but you can know everything about that purely by the commentary that's online. And then mm. people, everyone came back with Stranger Things and the Kardashians. Interesting. Like I've never watched an episode. I've never bought a product, but yet I know everything about the Kardashians. Yes. I know a disturbing amount given I specifically try to avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So this conversation started like months ago. When were we, when were we in Sydney? in march? february march women's day women's day march yes and we were at what was that thing called um sorry i'm so used all to... about women all about women it was like a festival slash yeah seminar series semin- yeah yeah um conference type thingy and we watched a talk that um an in conversation like event with roxanne gay yeah. and she said something to the effect of the kardashians always get a pass yeah and they have a lot to answer for yes Yes, and I was like, pop off. Yeah. Um, because I feel like the way I feel about it, and not so much now, but definitely like a couple of years ago when I was a bit younger and like my friends were all a bit younger, um, I felt like you could not criticize the Kardashians. And it was like seen as anti-feminist if you did that. Because it was like, well, they're women who have like made it and no one talked about it. Like I think they're, they do get a bit more criticism now. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because I'm in like more progressive circles, I'm a bit older. I don't know if that's because the world generally is criticizing them more. Um, but I think that they do have a lot to answer for. And I think that especially Kim gets away with a lot of shit that other people wouldn't get away with. Yeah. And I think that the what they portray online, the manufactured drama, the body image. The, body image is such a big one. But not only what they've had, the procedures they've had themselves, but the products they make, mm. they are covering every aspect of diet, culture, eating disorders, mm-hmm. all shapewear, makeup. Like it's, it's Those, fucking um, everything. lollipops. Yeah, everything that they, it's all, you know, laxative tea. Oh, you'll feel great after you shit yourself to death and lose three kilos a day. Like, excellent. How much do you get fucking paid to advertise that? Like, Mm -hmm. it is terrifying to me. And I think that we can't singularly and individually say they are the cause of fucking diet culture in this world. But Mm -hmm. I think that their contribution is so notably significant. Yeah, exactly. Even like the, um, because I think like the Kardashians, like, started the trend of like the bigger bums being in fashion like curves coming back or whatever after the um 
I mean, I think it's weird when people talk about this because I always say that skinny, it's like skinniness in women is always in trend, always. But then the Kardashians, like, I guess, started up a whole new, like, sect of trendiness. Yes. And I think that some people would say that, oh, but they're, like, pushing against the, like, need to be skinny with bringing back the curves. I think that's total fucking bullshit. No, they are just manufacturing a new like unachievable body type yes exactly and like the um and i we did do an episode like ages ago about um plastic surgery mm-hmm. um so you can scroll back and watch listen to that but and i don't think that this is not really the place to have that argument no. because i'll get i'll be go off track but they did um they are like fairly open about a lot of surgeries now yeah. and a lot of girls and young women were getting surgeries to look like the Kardashians. Yeah. Um, also blackfishing, like yes. <laughs> they do that But now a lot. there's this um, conversation around the fact that they've, a lot of them are having their implants removed yes and now they're there's like this discussion around them changing the body standard again the yeah. beauty standard because now that they're having there's been all these images i've seen online of multiple of the kardashians um removing their butt implants mm. and now it's talking about how bbl is not in anymore yeah and now it's going back to a thinner look as the most popular look and yeah. it's because of them choosing to do that yeah how is that possible how do three people say and i mean i know there's more than three but i think three uh, it's i've only seen two have the uh, people talking about the implants being removed kim mm. and chloe yeah how does two people having butt implants removed change the beauty standard worldwide in the Western world? Exactly. Also money, like the amount of fucking money that they spend on those types of things and the amount of money that they make based on like, even I can't fucking open TikTok without seeing reviews of, um, Kim's fucking shapewear line. And like, I can't either. It's so it's, and but it's pretty convincing stuff. Have you seen them? Yes. It's really convincing. Like I, the yeah. more I look at them, I'm like, fuck, that looks impressive. Yes. It's so concerning how that just immediately changes things. Like, And I saw so many reviews of people being like, oh my God, look, now I have a gap in my jeans. Um, but then I saw this one woman who is quite skinny already and she does like um, like body, uh, body positivity. Yikes. Body positivity. <laughs> but she does like kind of like this is a real life kind of body stuff. And she put on the one of the bodysuits and she was like showed where it cut into her leg. And she was like, this is so uncomfortable. It's cutting in my leg. Jesus. And even like when you look at how much of a difference the tops make and the bodysuits make to your stomach area, like it's significant. And I just don't see a fucking world where that is not uncomfortable. Oh, the whole, how many times have you heard beauty is pain in your life? Ew. Not for a while. Yuck. I know I've said it before, unfortunately. And what's interesting is the reason these women get a pass from other women is because we have devalued the impact it has on our mental health and body image and above that put on a pedestal girl boss culture. Yeah. And their ability to run a business and be popular and maintain fame um, has been prioritized over this harm. And also they occasionally will throw out something feminist. What do they... Get off your ass and work. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> it seems like nobody works at work these days. <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just think, like, I don't... It, why? I don't really know why they get a pass and other people don't. 
Is it just because they're so famous? I think it's because people love the content. Yeah. People aspire to that type of existence and they are admired for their ability to... I think there's this view that like they must be so clever and smart to be able to maintain this for so long. And yeah. I don't, for me, it's not a question of intellect. I don't give a fuck what's going on in their minds. Agreed. I don't give a fuck. I just think that normalizing the way their family interacts and putting your life on a stage for people to consume, consume um, is disturbing. And the way that they, I mean, it, it, is it sick that we are impressed by what they've managed to do. Yes, because it's at the it's at the cost of like a lot of women and girls' yeah. mental health. And I think the fact that we think that's impressive and admirable is concerning. And I think that it says everything about the age of social media and capitalism. Like I think that they are the perfect representation of what our society has become, which is why they continue to be popular. Yeah. They, and I don't even know if they get a pass because they're so hated, but they're so comfortable with that because all that does is drive their success further. Exactly. We're talking about it. And that's the thing. That's why I don't talk. I prefer to just not talk about them at all. Mm. Um, but I think particularly when, and we've been sitting on this for months, obviously, when Roxanne Gay said that, I was like, fuck, that is exactly what I thought, yeah. what I think. But I didn't, I didn't like ever actually put words to it. Yeah. So. But... I guess the other thing is like, I think that a lot of people might be listening to this. I might be wrong and think like, why can't we just enjoy the show? Go back to the bachelor episode. But I I think that is a perfect thing to note because I think that as individuals who are just, we're just cogs in the machine. So many of us, and why can't we just go home and put on some trash and enjoy it? And I think that's a valid question. I think, I think that is a valid question to us when we do this is like, but I just want to watch the show and I love the drama. I love reality TV and I love tuning out. And why do I have to be constantly unpacking and deconstructing and participating in this like intellectualization of all of it? Right. Because it's all open now. Yeah. Maybe back when they started, there was a excuse. I'm going to say, um, with trepidation, but I think that when it all started, maybe, cause I think they were providing something in quotes different mm. and they do, they did not fit the beauty standard at that time. And they did create their own beauty standard. And I think that maybe back then, um, it was a bit more acceptable to like, just enjoy their content and like maybe even make the point that they were doing something different. And that was maybe making things better for women who didn't fit the beauty standard, but then only the ones who fit their new and improved in quotes beauty standard. But I think that at this point it has been like over a decade, I believe of the Kardashians and we know and understand the harm that they've caused. And I just don't believe there's any excuse to, um, there's no excuse for like, there's no excuse not to know. Yeah. And I just think it's like the harm caused outweighs the benefit Mm -hmm. that any of us and I don't think that they've attempted to improve at all. Like no, the fact I actually that think Kim just, the problematic elements exactly. Of like we're just they're just releasing fucking shapewear still. Oh yeah, they're no, doing no. the same there's shit no now. There's no attempt. No, but there's no. There's no. At no point, I don't think have any of them been like. Fem- there's I'm no, gonna reflect. <laughs> no, there's nothing. <laughs> no, money talks. But I guess it's like. I don't know. I don't know what to do with it because what? How do you? How do you stop these people? They're unstoppable at the moment. And that's why I don't even try to be quite honest. That's why I don't talk about them. Yeah. I would have plenty to say, but I just, I don't know. 
I just don't think there's anything that I could say that could make people reevaluate because they've had plenty of opportunities yes. to already. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that they do get a pass because they're too powerful. Yeah. It's just disappointing because I don't expect everyone to be as radical as we are. I don't actually expect, I don't expect for people to meet us mm. even in the middle, to be honest. I just expect at least in the acknowledgement yeah. From someone like them, I expect even like some sort of admission that they understand what they've done. Yeah. But there's and we're never going to get that. I don't know what goes on in their brains. The dollar signs. <laughs> My money don't jiggle jiggle. <laughs> it falls. I like to see you wiggle wiggle. Faux show. If you didn't find us completely insufferable, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. You could also find us on Instagram at Cheek Media Co. or online at cheekmedia.com.au. Yes. That's the one. That's the one.